must tell you i feel really refreshed i feel super excited i feel psyched to start the masters i'm like okay let's let's do this let's get this let's let's do it i'm really hey everyone welcome back to my channel it's your boy hillman here uh, for those of you who are new to the channel welcome 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 i am hillman batua i'm a fourth year medical student at maastricht university in the netherlands um, and in this channel i make videos about my medical school journey um, self-improvement mindset all that good stuff so be sure to take a look around if there's any of the videos that you find interesting be sure to subscribe so you stay up to date with the videos i'm posting uh, some of the stuff i'm posting i think it's interesting it's stuff i might have wanted to have early on in life um, so i think it's going to be fun i'm glad to have you all along for the ride for today we have another video and as the title already reads it's going to be talking about the lessons i learned from my sabbatical for medical school uh, yes, people, I took a break for medical school. Sabbatical is basically a fancy word for a break. I took a break from medical school um, after my bachelor's, which I got in September of 2020. So the bachelor's in medicine. Took a, initially, was supposed to take a six-month break, so from September to February. Um, but then again, the ghetto, life happened. So I pushed it from February to May for various reasons. And if you're interested in finding out what the reasons are, let me know in the comment section and I can make a separate video about that. But so now basically in May of 2021, I am starting um, my master's in medicine. Um, and at the end, again, I'm, I'm going to be talking about what that is going to look like in the coming years. So if you're interested in finding out what, you know, the, the coming years, coming months are going to look like for me, be sure to... Um, hang in there for a few more minutes and then at the end of the video I'll tell you guys more about that but for now let's talk about this sabbatical why I took a sabbatical and the lessons I got from this sabbatical um, yeah how did I even get to the idea of taking a break that is something that till date baffles me and the fact that I'm at peace with it now is even more mind-boggling right because I know in the beginning I was I was so torn about it um, because from a culture where I come from it's not normal for you to take a break and especially if you're doing something like medicine law engineering so like the, the top three I don't know no one calls it the top three but now I'm calling it the top three because that's what everyone always uses as examples um so if you're doing one of these you take a break when it's not time to take a break like when you're not done um yeah it is it is not necessarily smiled upon like no one would be like oh yeah you want to take a break hey great go take a break um, if you need to do it, do it. That's not something you would hear often in the culture where I'm from. And I remember this funny story. One time I was um, at a friend's place in Germany for, for Christmas and New Year. I think for New Year. Um, his parents are Vietnamese. He's Vietnamese. Um, and they were like, there was a little question and answer session where they were trying to find out more about me or like, you know, just, just normal parenting, kids, friends kind of stuff. Um, and they asked me a question, what I'm doing now? And I'm like, okay, I'm taking a break from school. <laughs> It is crazy, people. The atmosphere got so uncomfortable when I said I was taking a break. My friend was sitting right next to me, <laughs> and he, he, you could tell. I looked, I looked, I looked at him slightly. And you could tell from his reaction. He had like this, oh, oh. <laughs> I, oops i should have given you the memo but yeah it's like basically there's, there's some cultures where this is really frowned upon right like people don't really take breaks like that like just push through till you're done and then just go working and do all that good stuff search for stability and all whatnot so it's something which was frowned upon but i know i got to a point where it was not even a question anymore as to whether or not i should take a break it was something i knew i had to do especially because i'm an advocate for mental health and i always tell people to take care of their mental health so like not practicing what i preach would be very tricky so i i really had to search deep and like come to peace with the fact that it's not something i'm used to but it's something i need because one lesson i've learned as well over the past years which is very important when it comes to culture is 
You cannot expect to fully manifest a culture in a location which is different from its original cultural location, if that makes sense. So, for example, I have a Cameroonian culture which I grew up with and I'm used to that. And I cannot, I cannot expect myself to fully manifest the Cameroonian culture in Europe, in the Netherlands. You, you can try as much as possible to get the good aspects of it and try to implement them here, but you cannot expect to fully manifest it. And I feel like... That is something I had to learn the hard way, not to place expectations on myself unrealistically, which then pushed me to a point where I feel frustrated when I'm not, you know, achieving what I expect to achieve because I have all these expectations. But that was just a lesson which I just wanted to put out there because I think that's very important for people who especially have a different background and move somewhere else to um, to pursue an education or a career and or whatnot. It's just important not to place those sometimes unrealistic expectations on yourself. Um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a journey getting to that point, but I had lost three family members in year three of medicine, uh, funerals organized, I had to do a lot of stuff, bureaucracy, all this kind of stuff. So it was really, really took a toll on me and the fact that I still finished my bachelor's in time, something which a lot of people do not understand, but of course, I get it. But it was, it was, it took a lot of effort, it took a lot of pushing, it took a lot of um, dedication and just, you know, staying consistent in what I had set out initially to achieve. Uh, but once I achieved it, once I got my bachelor's, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to die. The world is not going to end. I need to take a break. And I just took a break and it was okay because the Netherlands actually, they, they give you a logical break in your program to take a break. That's why they have a bachelor's and a master's. Because your bachelor's is not, you can't do anything with it except do a master's. So basically, it's just like a logical break in your program to take a break if you want because a lot of people do take breaks. Um, but yeah, so basically during my break, I, I worked at the Student Services Center, so the administrative building of the university. I worked for the visa office, I worked for the call center, I worked for the admissions office for a bit. Um, I did a project with a team of students to, uh, which was around administration in healthcare and policy making in healthcare and stuff like that. For four months I did that, which was very, a very interesting period because... I learned a lot from that in terms of group dynamics and who you can work with and who you cannot work with and who you perform your best with. So that's something which I learned definitely just knowing that you're not going to be able to work with all types of people. But I mean, you can work with them, but it's not always going to feel as good as it would feel when you're actually working with people you click with. Um, so I did that on the side. I also did a lot of self-searching. So I did a lot of reading books, which you don't have to do medicine, just mindset books, listen to a lot of podcasts. Of course, I started my own podcast, took you to be a little more seriously. Um, but yeah, this is a, a little bit of the, you know, a summary of the things I did during this couple of months because I didn't stay idle. I cannot stay idle. I cannot not do anything. So I definitely had to do something which I felt like will improve myself and get me to a point where I feel more ready for the masters. And also just give it to a point where I feel more mentally calm and m mentally, you know, fulfilled because that was something which I missed all the busy schedules in the bachelors and just pushing, pushing, pushing that was destabilized a couple of times but yeah so basically that's what i did more or less during this couple of months and i must tell you i feel really refreshed i feel super excited i feel psyched to start the masters i'm like okay let's let's do this let's get this let's let's do it i'm really excited now and i, I feel like i feel like i'm in a place where i'm better personally as a, as a person um because what i definitely do not want to do is go into the hospital and let the the white coat wear me you know i want to wear the white coat and not let the white coat wear me if you know what i mean 
without further ado, let me jump into some of the lessons which I took from the sabbatical. So this was just like a summary of what I did during the sabbatical. Let me tell you what some of the lessons I learned from the sabbatical are. So the first lesson I learned is to not force your way through medical school, right? I know some people just come into medical school and they have their eyes so set on on becoming a doctor and graduating and getting that certificate, getting that, that registration that they lose track of the fact that the whole medical school journey like everything else is a process and you have to enjoy that process right and especially when you're going to at the end of your training be responsible for lives and be responsible for people's health and stuff like that it is so important that you enjoy the process and you make the most of the process because you're here to not get a degree per se i mean you will get a degree but the reason why you're here is to acquire the knowledge and the skills which you're going to use to perform your your practices later on and i feel like just forcing your way through medical school like i'm also guilty of doing that in the first three years of the bachelor's just struggling to pass exams and all these kind of things because sometimes i mean you have to pass the exams right because if you get all the knowledge and you don't pass the exams that also doesn't work out um but i had to really remind myself oh i learned that it's more of the knowledge is the most important part because people don't want people with degrees who do not have anything to show right the knowledge the skills your social abilities how you connect with people how you how you put the patient centrally these things are very important and i was just i guess reminded of the fact that just enjoy the process so now i'm going into the masters i am trying to learn as much as i can i really think these three years are going to go by so fast but i don't because i want to like enjoy the whole process and you know enjoy every second i doubt myself because i don't know if this medication is correct or i don't know if this patient went away with the right you know all these things are essential to get you to become the best doctor you can be and i guess just just having that mindset now of like trying to use every opportunity i have it's just amazing it's just wow it's just wow so that's the first lesson i learned don't force your way through medical school it's okay to take a break if you need to as long as that initially helps the bigger picture of your knowledge acquisition it is totally fine to do that and that's something which i'm definitely going to take on for the masters as well um now the second lesson which i learned the second thing which i found was very useful from this uh break was just having the space and the time, because you can't do this amidst your busy schedules and all your classes and assignments, having the time and the space to really, really think why you're doing what you're doing. Like, why are you trying to become a doctor? And for me, that led to a lot of changes in decisions. So for those who know me, I am all about the brain and the muscles. So I am I'm, I, initially, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. I am fascinated by the workings of the brain i'm fascinated by the, the the neuroanatomy and the muscular anatomy as well those are like my favorite topics in medical school um initially i wanted to be a neurosurgeon right and that's, that's what i kept going with kept going with that kept going with that. i never really got time to sit down and think about why i want to be a neurosurgeon what am i going to do as a neurosurgeon is that something i see myself doing what is my bigger picture because i'm not just a doctor a doctor is one of the things i'm going to be doing but i'm much more than that i have a passion for making videos i have a passion for taking pictures I have a lot of other things that I have to offer. And it's like, if you're so caught up in medical school and becoming a doctor, you might lose track of who you are and what you're actually supposed to be doing, what your full scope of possibilities is, because medicine is just one of them. It is a huge one, but it is just one of them because there are other ones as well. So I guess having the time and space to really think these things through um, it really changed things for me because I know now, for example, I'm less of a neurosurgical hopeful and more of a neurological hopeful. Um, but it's like these things I wouldn't have, you know, 
have the time to think about it and come to decisions and do research about these things if I didn't have the time and space to think about it. So I feel like just taking that break and having the time and space to think about it, talk with other people, reach out to people, um, that really helped me. And that just really puts me in a better position now where I'm more confident about what I'm doing because I've thought about what I'm doing. If you come and ask me, why do you want to become this? Um, neurologist, I will tell you why do you want why don't you want to become a neurosurgeon? Who knows? I may still become a neurosurgeon because things might change the more I go into the practice and experience how things actually work. But it's good to just, you know, have this moment once in a while where you actually think about stuff thoroughly so you know what you're doing and you're confident about what you're doing. Um, so that was definitely um, a lesson which I learned or something which I really appreciated from this break which I had. Uh, the third thing is the fact that we are all just trying to figure stuff out. Like, no one has it figured out, right? And I think the corona pandemic has, has definitely taught us that as well. Uh, it's a constant process of learning and improving and, and adapting and stuff like that. Um, I also took, like I told you, I worked in administration during this past month. And I worked in the university's administrative building, so where most of the decisions are made for the most part. And one thing it showed me is, you know, having to sit in this room to do all this people who make policies and all these kind of things it was so mind-boggling to me because i always had this vision of administration or especially big universities like this one i always felt like it was so robotic in the in the background like it was so like decisions are always made and those decisions are correct and it's like you can't question them and all these kind of things it's it's mostly correct like you like there is no way a decision they made could be wrong because i mean they must have thought it out right they must have thought it through properly but like sitting in those rooms with some of these people and having asked your opinion on some of these things, it just really exposes you to the reality that no one has it figured out. Like everyone is just trying to figure stuff out. Like they might seem like, okay, this thing is a hard on, but your input sometimes can really make a difference. Your input, your perspective can really be what is needed to change things. And I feel like that just puts me in a better position to know that my opinion counts, you know? No one has it figured out. They might seem like they have it figured out, but no, you have something to contribute. You always have something to contribute because your perspective is so unique, it can be replicated by anyone else. And I feel like just working in administration, taking that break gave me the the, the, the right perspective. You know, I'm going now with my master's knowing, okay, I have something to contribute. Um, it, no one has it all figured out. There is something which you definitely have, which other people don't have. And I feel like coupled with the, the administrative experience, just the break, and having the space to do that, having the space to venture into another field and learning all these things from there, that was so that was so mind-boggling to me. And also just something which is more personal to me. I know I come from a culture where it's always do what you're told and don't ask questions. I never really expected my opinion to count as much, especially in a big building as the administrative building of the university. But just working in the room with other colleagues who are much older and who actually ask your opinion on things and take it seriously... That definitely put me in a more, it, it definitely helped my self-confidence in knowing my opinion actually counts. Like, I don't just always have to do what you're told and not ask questions, but I can take initiative. I can think stuff through for myself. I can have opinions. I can voice them out. They don't always have to be correct. They don't always have to be politically correct, but it's good to voice them out because some part of your opinion just might be the last piece of the puzzle which people need to figure stuff out. So I feel like on a personal note, Working in that building with the amazing colleagues I have definitely helped my self-confidence um, and that's something which is going to take me for life, right? Because self-confidence is something which people will notice once you walk into the room and that's that's just, that's so cool. Um, another thing which, another lesson which I learned was, you know, taking a break and doing other things, um, it just helped me realize, you know, what you're supposed to be doing might be here and now. 
because I know people are always so, I also am guilty of that. I was always so consumed with becoming the product that I forgot about the process. Something I mentioned earlier, but this is like going a little deeper into that. Because I know I took this break and everything I was doing during this break is what I was supposed to do because I can clearly see how beneficial that was for me as a person, how beneficial that was for me as, you know, who I am. Um, it really helped me realize how much I do not want to get lost in what I'm becoming as a doctor, that I lose who I am in a bigger picture, if that makes sense. So I feel like just realizing that the here and now is what you have to be doing. Every step you take now is a step towards where you're going to or where your vision is pointing you towards and that is what you're supposed to be doing now because if you don't put if you don't set that step the right way the right angle everything in a manner of speaking you might just you know as, if you're taking steps and there's a line going this way just a little deviation at this point can already alter the whole course so it's like knowing that what you're supposed to be doing now you have to do it well and diligently to be able to get you to the place where you actually want to get to that was something which for me was so powerful because i I could make the most out of every situation I find myself in. So if I'm working in administration, if I'm scanning papers, I know I have to scan these papers to the best of my ability because these papers are going to go a long way. If I am asked for my opinion on something, I'm writing a protocol, I have to do it to the best of my ability because that is what I'm supposed to be doing now, you know, and not just getting caught in, oh, I'm going to get paid at the end of the month and all this kind of thing, but actually focusing on the tasks you have in front of you. That is something for me was really key and I know that's something which spans across all works of life it's just important to do what you're doing now diligently for that is an essential step towards where you're going to and i feel like that for me was just like wow this this lessons seem so they're mostly personal lessons like self-development lessons and mindset lessons but i feel like initially you have to be a great person you have to be the best version of you to be able to perform well and perform optimally at whatever you're going to do. If my self-confidence is not right, I cannot go to the hospital and expect to offer the best healthcare and expect to, to perform at my best. If my mindset is not right, if I'm not good mentally, if my mental health is not good, I can go to the hospital and prescribe all this thing that I'm deceiving myself because I'm not performing at my optimal. I feel like patients who are placing their lives in your hands deserve to have you at their best. Of course, it's always going to be shaky moments, but if you can do something to improve that, why not? And I feel like these lessons have really taught me the importance of taking a break and just taking time for yourself. Because if you're not your best, you can't really help others optimally. Um, so yeah, th basically those were some of the lessons I wanted to share with you guys from what I learned from the sabbatical. I hope this can maybe help someone who's thinking about taking a break as well or is wondering what they can benefit from a break. It's always going to be a personal thing for you, but... From my experience, it was a great thing that I took a break and I I totally am happy with it. I'm totally pumped and psyched to continue the Masters now and I couldn't have made a better decision, right? So now, for those of you who have been waiting for um, what the next years are going to be. So I finished the Bachelor's three years. I'm going on to the Masters now for three years. The Bachelor's in Maastricht University is the, third, the theoretical part and the Masters is the practical part. So we're done with classroom work for the most part. And now we're going to be fully working in the hospital. So it's going to be three years of rotations. I start with surgery um, in May. After that, I have internal medicine and then um, pediatrics and then uh, ops and gyne. It's like that. And then you have electives at the end and you have, but that's something which I'll definitely take you guys along the way because I'm about sharing my process and sharing my journey, hoping that inspires someone. Um, yeah, so now I'm going to go into the Masters and I am just so hyped guys 
I am going to be in a lot of different hospitals around the country, around the south part of the country. I might do my electives in Amsterdam, still thinking about it. Um, but just the experience of going around different hospitals and seeing how the healthcare works in different places, seeing the differences between you know smaller scale healthcare in smaller hospitals and the bigger scale academic hospitals and stuff like that, something I'm really excited about. Um, I am curious personally what you guys want to know from the medical journey of the master's phase at least. What do you want to what do you want me to share with you guys? Because there's a lot of stuff I can share. For my first rotation, for example, the surgery when I'm going to be living in the hospital, which is super cool. You have just a microwave and, and, and a, a fridge and a bed and all one noise like super simplistic, but I love it. I love it. I'm just I'm just so psyched to just be in the hospital, immersed there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. But just let me know in the comment section what you would like me to share from my um, medical journey going on for the next three years. I'm going to try to also do my electives abroad so I can get, you know, some of the different experiences outside of the Netherlands. Um, it's really going to be cool. It's really going to be cool. But the master's is basically designed for you to explore the different departments, see if it's actually something for you. Now I think I want to be a neurologist or a neurosurgeon or orthopedic surgeon, but who knows, maybe I might end up in plastic surgery, which I totally detest at the moment, but you never know. So I guess that's what the master's is for. So I'm excited to just discover, learn from different specialists, um, you know, just take control of my knowledge acquisition process and be the boss of my my learning process because that's basically what the master's is. In Master University, the master's phase and how it is evaluated, you really have a huge role to play in how you are evaluated and, and what you are trying to learn and how you're going to learn those things. So if you want to learn the most, you have the space to learn the most. And I am just really trying to learn the most. Anyways, guys, if you can't tell yet, I'm excited to start the masters. So um, let me know in the comment section if there's anything you want me to talk about, if there's anything you want to know specifically about the master's phase of medicine, um, if there's any curiosities you have about it, I'll be sure to maybe answer the questions in the comment section or make a new video if it's a topic which I think, ooh, that is interesting. Uh, people might want to know that. Uh, so just let me know about that. Um, and that was it for this video, more or less. I hope um, someone can take some lessons away from this. I hope this can be helpful to someone. Um, I think we should just all enjoy the process. It is it is an amazing process of becoming a doctor, being in that position where you're really helping people and pe you can make people happy. You can literally give people smiles. Um, it is great. It is great. And I'm just so excited about, you know, going through that process and making the most of it and learning the most from it. But yeah, I hope all my medics out there are excited to start their masters for those who are starting. And for those who are still to start, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's just going to be great. Um, might be tough, but great. Um, but yeah, until next time, guys, hope you all stay blessed and have a great day.